This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello, Get Booked listeners. Welcome to The Hand Cell, a new special weekly installment of Get Booked that's all about books we just can't resist shouting about. This is Jen Northington, and today's hand cell is Interior Chinatown by Charles Yu, which I am picking because I actually don't know when I'll be able to recommend it on Get Booked. It's one of those genre splitters, hard to pin down, very interesting but also odd reading experiences. And so since I don't want to wait to talk about it, you are going to hear about it today. But first, let's hear from one of our sponsors. Today's episode is brought to you by Gallery Books. So Anna Green thought she was marrying Liam West for access to subsidized family housing while at UCLA, which is an interesting reason to marry someone, but you know, in this economy. So anyway, she signed divorce papers when the graduation caps were tossed and she thought she was done. At She wasn't. Three years later, Anna is a starving artist living paycheck to paycheck while West is a Stanford professor. Now, he is part of a conglomerate. His family owns this mega grocery store chain. He's not interested in working for them, but he is interested in those greenbacks, honey, that come in the form of a $100 million inheritance. To get it, he has to be married for five years. That's where our girl Anna comes back into play. So the two will fake a marriage, but as he gets to know her and gets to appreciate the feisty, foul mouth, paint splattered girl that she is, he'll begin to wonder if the money is worth the love of his life. Pick up The Paradise Problem by Christina Lauren to find out if it is. And thanks again to Gallery Books for sponsoring this episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Greenleaf Book Group. No summer vacation should be without a great read, and I don't know about you, but I am partial to mysteries and thrillers for my hot month reads. It's hot girl reading summer, always over here. And from the award-winning librettist of Legally Blonde, the musical and the screenwriter of Freaky Friday, Heather Hawk, comes the page-turning psychological thriller, The Trouble with Drowning. So when author Eden Hart floats into Tucson's Antigone books and all her dazzling perfection to give a reading, Kat, a struggling writer, can't help but compare herself. Thankfully, Kat's life starts to take on its own Eden-like glow when her literary future takes shape and she falls madly in love with Jacob. As demons from her past begin to surface, Kat's mental health craters and this halcyon dream slips through her fingers. For the fastest paced slow burn you won't be able to put down, be sure to check out The Trouble with Drowning by Heather Hawk on Amazon or your retailer of choice. And thanks again to Greenleaf Book Group for sponsoring this episode. So how to describe interior Chinatown? I've been a fan of Charles Yu's books since How to Live Safely in a Science Fictional Universe came out a while back. And he has always been a very 
meta writer. His books are self-referential. They have lots of pop culture references as well. They're sort of sci-fi. They're sort of fantasy. It really kind of depends. And that's part of what makes them awesome is that they are sort of shifty-wifty, hard-to-pin-down books. And his newest novel, Interior Chinatown, is no exception to that rule. It takes place in a universe that is also a film set, as you might guess from the title. And it is, you know, a Chinatown film set that is also a functional living space. You know, people live there, they work there. They also are constantly, you know, playing a part on a show. And the show in this case is Black and White, a procedural cop show with a black lead and a white lead. And the book is very much about how Asian American presence is so stigmatized and problematized and stereotyped in ways that are different from the way that African Americans experience those things and that therefore can sometimes make it hard to talk about. So he's tackling so many things here. He's tackling bigotry and prejudice inside communities of color. He's tackling structural and systemic racism. He is tackling the erasure of Asian Americans in American history. And it's also really funny. It's 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 really, really tongue-in-cheek funny. There's all of these scenes where Willis Wu, who is our main character, is like half in and half out of a shot. And, you know, he's got an internal monologue about it. And sometimes he's playing like a really stereotypical character with a fake accent, you know, even though he's been in America his whole life. And then sometimes he's playing Kung Fu Guy, which is what his big dream is. It's the ultimate dream for any Chinatown resident, or so he thinks. And it really, the whole book really questions, you know, what role models are available to these characters, what roles in daily life are available to them, and how do they grapple with those realities. There's also really lovely stuff about parent-child relationships. Willis has a really complicated relationship with his parents, and then he has children, and that's complicated, of course. And so there's just, you know, a ton of stuff going on here. And I think what makes it such a good read is that it does have a big beating heart, just like, you know, How to Live Safely in a Science Fictional Universe really tackles father-son relationships. This book is very much about generational tensions and the things we want for our kids, the things we want for ourselves. How do we get those things? And then obviously the very relevant conversation about Asian Americans in American culture and why aren't they considered American? Why don't you think American when you see an Asian American face? And yeah, it's just it's doing so much. And I th really think you can see that Charles Yu has worked in film. He has. He's done a bunch of work in film. And you can really see that in the way that he stitches together sort of this everyday mundane life with the demands of living on a film set. So again, it is. It's a super meta novel. It's a really thoughtful novel. It's got a ton of feelings in it. So if you are looking for a read that is not easy to pin down, like I said before, a read that shifts as you get into it, and one that is really trying to speak to what a lot of us are experiencing today, a lot of people are experiencing today, then this is definitely 
one that you should pick up. It's also had great reviews, and the reviews are interesting to read. I actually really love looking at the reviews and interviews for this book because I feel like everyone is picking out different details, and it's interesting once I've read it to see what other people came away with. So again, that is Interior Chinatown by Charles Yu. I hope you dig it. Well, thanks for listening. You can email us at getbookedatbookriot.com if you have any thoughts about the show or if you need a recommendation for the main show. Absolutely, you should send us those. You can review us on Apple Podcasts if you're so inclined. We always love to see those come in, and it does help other folks to find the show. You can find us online in the meantime. I am on Twitter as Jen IRL, Jen with two N's, IRL, or on Instagram as I am Jen IRL. And you can find Amanda, my co-host, on Instagram as I'm Amanda Nelson. Thanks for listening.